Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Football Filling on a weekend where match of the day was an absolute shambles. Don't worry. Freedom of speech is alive and kicking here at the Cycling GK. Most of the time because we have Mark Goldbridge on the show and we'd be buggered if we, like, we've got to say what we want to say. Also got Dave Watson, who is going to deliver some world-class goalkeeping analysis. We've got... A brand new mystery shirt in the box company, so we'll see what it says. Football quiz, you know how it goes. Come on, let's have it. All right, lads, um, nice to see you as always. We're going to start today with Bournemouth, a game which I don't think any of us could really see coming. 7 0 one week, and then they go and lose to Bournemouth. Mark, what are you saying? Fantastic result for Man United, though, at least. Cherry Coca Cola, Look cherry at you Joe. buzzing. Well, we had all the 7 up stuff last week, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, nice, but, yeah. uh, what a trophy. You know, this is, I mean, you know, they even got mugs. There's a, there's a, there's a, Liverpool, <laughs> there's a Liverpool fan channel that went and printed mugs. Is Jamie all, Carragher with the looking at Neville seven behind nil, seven yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Enjoy it while it lasts because it didn't last very long, did it? There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Bournemouth. Um, I didn't actually. You know what? Honestly, you better go to Watto because I didn't watch it because I was like, I'm not watching Liverpool. Go, you know, go and win four or five nil again. And then, even when with ten minutes to go, I was like, I'd not take take the phone away. So well done, well done to Bournemouth. Fantastic, uh, result. fantastic result for them. Um, I don't think anybody saw it coming. But Bournemouth played really well the week they before. Did play, they played well. They were really unlucky well to get beat. And at least they continued that momentum. I thought they deserved to win the game. Obviously, look, Salah puts the penalty away the last 20 minutes. It's a different yeah. game. But actually, for Bournemouth, it was a solid performance and merited how Liverpool go from seven to losing 1-0 at Bournemouth. But I think that's the English Premier League and that's why we all love it. That's why the league, like if you look at the league now, right, if you're one of these teams in that bottom half of the table, yeah, you get in at full time on Saturday. Well, sorry, that game finishes. That was the early game, Early kick-off, yeah. You're watching that game before your game is even kicked off, right? And if you're one of these bottom half teams, you are going, oh, for God's sake, any chance, Liverpool? Like, you're moaning at Mo Salah, you're absolutely raging. It's the worst start to a Saturday, honestly. You know, like uh, every 80 years, you get to see Haley's Comet going round. <laughs> Apparently, in Australia, if it was a clear night, about one o'clock in the morning, you got to see Salah's ball. Oh, still going. <laughs> yeah, still going. It was a brutal penalty, wasn't it? A brutal it? penalty. It, was, well, it but, was so well wide, wasn't it? But the yeah. point you make is, is so valid. How many times I've sat <laughs> in, in, in the office before your game against whoever, and it's a big team playing one of your rivals near the foot of the table. <laughs> and when they get the point or a, a win, yeah. which is huge in the context of the league, you you approach and the feel for you going into your match is totally different. You're deflated before you even do your... It's team, horrible, isn't it? Yeah. Do your, teams, do your the, team talk I've got to say, I, I, watch, I watched the game and I thought Bournemouth were actually really decent. Like They didn't put Liverpool under much pressure whatsoever. Neto had a couple saves in the game, didn't he? Nothing major. But Liverpool just looked... Flat, like empty, do you know what I mean? Just didn't really look like they wanted to go and win the game. But it's like the job's done. Yeah. Beating yeah. Man United 7, top four, the, it's back within our reach, yeah. Bournemouth away. But if you don't approach every Premier League game yeah. in the proper manner, these teams are coached well and they've got good players. Yeah. And they're going to hurt you. This if you why, don't do it. I think this is why the Premier League is the best league in the world because it, there's no other league in the world where you're going to get a Bournemouth or a Southampton or a Leeds going to these big boys and giving it to them toe-to-toe. And you know what I mean? If that's in the Primera League or in Spain or Italy or something, that's, a, that's another 7-0, isn't it? It's a guaranteed another 7-0. Yeah, but they, they can put the B team out and exactly. win, and win still, three or four still and, and still be ready for a Champions League game in the week. They know they're going to win that game because the, the opposition, it's not, it's not as competitive. And, and, you know, we were saying last week it's horrible to lose 7-0 to Liverpool. It is. But ultimately, it's diluted very, very quickly. And if you said to Jurgen Klopp, would you swap getting beat by United 7-0 to be third in the league, won the Carabao Cup, still in the Europa League and still in the FA Cup? He'd do it. Because ultimately, 7-0 against United, if you li- it's great. But if you're living off that, you're a bit of a small club anyway. It's a minuscule yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. bigger picture's always got to be the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And, and I agree. I, I think it was a real bad 
bad day for Liverpool. And that's going to be Liverpool's highlight of the season, isn't it? Seven DVD, get it United. out. Yeah, get the now DVD printed, everybody. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Spurs. Um, fantastic win for Spurs. Again, we <clears throat> one of those things where we don't really know what we're going to get from Spurs at the minute. They're sort of up and down. and they're... It was a good win, though. Harry came back on fire. That header, the first goal, um, where he gets above the two defenders, that's, for me, what Harry Kane's all yeah. about. And, you know, I was, I, was, I was talking on Saturday night about, I think Spurs have got to let him go. Um, if they're not going to match his ambition, they've got to let him go because he's, yeah, he's, he's, it'd be a shame for him just to break goal scoring records. Surely he's got to go somewhere where he can win a trophy. And Spurs are the masters of beating the bottom half teams, but they're never going to mix it up with the top. So what, they're, all, they're almost becoming Arsenal under Wenger, fourth place, fourth place, yeah. fourth place. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was demolition job, and Harry Kane just showed why he's he's going to break the Premier League goal score. Exactly, fuming. I didn't have him in my fantasy team, and I'm, I'm listening on the radio, right? And I'm, all I'm hearing is Harry Kane scoring. I'm going, get in there, you little beauty. Got him in the dream team, and then I had a look on Saturday afternoon later on. Not in my dream team. <laughs> I used my wild card, didn't I? I went and used my wild card last week. He's gone out the team, absolutely fuming. Um, I, you were just saying then he's not won anything. And I'm thinking. How have I'm sitting here now and I've I've actually won two trophies. We've won a trophy. Chapeau, eh? Chapeau, (laughs) come on! Um, Is he right though? Does Harry Kane need to go? Do you think he'll go? Um, I think I think for him, he's achieved all he can achieve at Tottenham. You know, they're they're not going to win. We we got to be um, get to the end of the season, see if Conte stays. I think he is a winner of a manager, but he doesn't seem to be convinced by the project. Kane's been there the majority of his career, obviously had some loans when he was younger. He's done everything for that team, apart from win a trophy. Um, I agree. Uh, Money, all the, the outside things become meaningless. I think as a footballer and as a great footballer and a great goal scorer... He would want something in his cabinet. That out of them two, out of them two, Conte and Kane, I think Conte's the one that's going to go. I'm, I'm pretty sure that to get to this stage of the season, not agree to contract, there's always that murmurings of falling out and this and that. I think he will go, but I think for Harry Kane, I just don't think he's going to get a move, lads. I think it works for him. Do you know what I mean? I think it's one of those teams where he's comfy, he's found his home, it, it just is what it is. I'd love him to say, I'd love him to stay for Spurs because I think obviously he loves the club and they love him, and um, but. You know, it's just it's his last chance to go. So I think he doesn't go this summer. You know, yeah, he's going to have to stay. Isn't do he? we still think there's that one one club man which he could be? Yeah. Um, in the modern game, hey, look, towards the end of his career, I'm sure he could get a move to Saudi Arabia if he wants, but he might not fancy that. But at the top top level, I still think a team would take him where he could win something. Oh, man, he, right. He's got another three or four years left. Oh, for sure. At the top of his uh, game. Yeah, Honestly, sure. a Man United would work wonders for him. I just don't know if he wants it. That's my worry. You know, you know Conte as well. I do think there's, a, again, I think this is the, 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 the poor nature of some of the analysis that you get in the mainstream because Conte just gets dismissed as this, you know, he's not done a good job. He didn't get a full season last year and he got in fourth place and this season has been horrific and they still could get fourth place. If he leaves Spurs... With t- fourth twice, ain't many managers that do that. In yeah, true months, that. Yeah, to guarantee Champions League football is not a bad thing to offer. No, especially this, for someone like Tottenham. This time next year, we'll be sat here talking if he's gone. They won't they're, be. In they're, it. they're eighth. Yeah. Uh, true w- that, yeah. W- w- what do you want? You, you know what I mean? And it's always. Be careful what you wish for. Better the devil you know. What. Always. Better always. The devil you know. Want to talk about Forest quickly because they from. Okay, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, they looked like they might be all right. They like that mid-table mediocrity where it's like sometimes actually a nice place to be if you're someone like Forrest. But they are getting dragged right back into it. So they're 14th. They are two points above the drop zone, but their goal difference is horrific. Minus 26. They are le- their only goal difference that is the same as them is Bournemouth on minus 26. And when it comes down to the business end of the season, what we know this, don't we? Goal difference is it's a point basically, yeah, really it, important. Uh, big Fraser saving the penalty. Oh, it, it, yeah. it, it can cost them that one goal there. Oh, no. I think it will be that tight this year. Um, I do fear for them at the minute. They, they got a good draw with Man City two or three weeks ago. Everybody, oh, we're all right, we're in a good place. And then they've shipped four at West Ham, three at yeah. Spurs, and could have been a few more. Yeah, Spurs battered them. Buddy. Yeah, Spurs battered them. And um, I, I, at the minute, they need to stop the rot very quickly. In, and certainly the away form... I think they've scored the lowest amount of goals. Yeah, it have, four yeah. goals or something. It's embarrassing, it's, something like it's that. It's not great, no. All right, Arsenal then. Want to talk about Arsenal? Another steamrolling win by Arsenal. Um, again, another game that I watched, but 
When I, when I saw the starting lineup for Arsenal, right, and I see Leandro Trossard up front, right, I don't think there's many teams that can start a game with Leandro Trossard up front as their main striker, yeah, and still win games as comfortably as what Arsenal do. He got three assists, didn't he? Three assists he did, yeah. I, I, I was really impressed with them yesterday. I mean, I've seen Arsenal a few times this season. I remember them playing um, at the Emirates against Newcastle and they steamrolled it mm. in the first ten minutes, but they didn't score. Um, but I, I, I think a lot of people looked at that. And, and of, especially we'll talk about Man... Well, we won't talk about Man City because they're boring, but they, they did... <laughs> Man City are like let's do Man, on our list or let, something. Let's do Man City Palace, well, 1-0 boring. But, but, when, but winning like that, her, Arsenal will go, God, we've got to go to Fulham. We played Thursday night. Man City have just scrapped of three points. And you think, oh, this might be... And then, boom, you know, to go and beat Fulham 3-0 at Craven Cottage, that's one of the results of the season. Yeah, that's it really, is. You know, you've got to... Re- we respect Fulham, Brighton and Brentford on this on this show. And they they didn't play bad Fulham. Yeah. Arsenal just destroyed them in the Relentless, first half. And, you know, we've, we've said it before. So I think people are expecting this collapse from Arsenal. They're a consistently very good team. They are the best team in the Premier League. They play the best football. Yeah. Whether they're going to win the Prem or not, it's not over yet, but that is a massively impressive I just, think, I just feel like they just keep doing it week after well, week. We made the point when you sat in the dressing room and Bournemouth win, yeah. that they saw Man City win on Saturday night, yeah. which puts a bit more pressure on. And I've spoke here before, I've loved what I've seen with Arteta, I love the team, but the mentality, mm. the mentality of that team is proper. Yeah. And I think yes, yesterday's performance was incredible. An easy win at Fulham, a Med Fulham look. Nobody probably goes like and a gets an easy win at team. Fulham. Nobody. No, but they did, mate. They they absolutely blew these, away. These are the questions that always keep, seem to keep needing answering. Yeah. Is when Arsenal are playing at sort of two o'clock on a Sunday, and Man City have won the day before, and then Man United might have won the day before, who are creeping up on them. They're the times where you think, have they got the minerals? You know what I mean? Have they got it about them Ooh. to go and turn up? Away at Fulham, a tough match. Any anyone would say it's a tough match, but still getting the job done. And it's not; they haven't got a, an out and out striker. No, you're not playing you, with an out and out striker. Thinking the soft underbelly is going to come. No, but they keep showing time and time again. They've got the mentality, and they actually turned up yesterday, looking forward to that game of football. I think they did, and knew that if we do what we do, we're ready. They didn't fear that game. It's good, isn't and it? And I, I think that's what's going to get them over the line. Um, are they going to get over the line? I agree with what I think if they if they keep that mentality, their level of football, they're playing the best they are the best footballing team in the league. That's whether they're gonna win the league or not, I think people need to realise they are the best team. They're attacking the football. League. Yeah, they're the best team. In the final is good. Third, yeah. Do you know what I think it's gonna come down to is that Arsenal Man City game when they play each other? Because I still just think Man City have got the mental edge over them in a in a one v one. It's gonna come down to the experience of in the last five, six games. When you catch a forest away, yeah. and you think you're going to win, and they're playing for their careers and their contracts, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. suddenly play like prime Brazil, and you go, "Bloody hell, where did that come from?" And you drop a point. Man City might win this just on experience, but Arsenal—they've just got to keep. If they keep going and blowing teams away, it won't matter. This is it, isn't it? We've seen this when you get to the business end of the season. This is where those players who, when you're playing for a Southampton or a, or whoever it is down there. When they know that their money's going to get cut by 50% next season, suddenly you start to see your actual players playing real football, don't you? Because when it hits their pocket, mate, that's when they'll start sticking their foot in. Yeah, well, when the Ferrari can't pull into that training ground, mate, and it's got to be the old Vauxhall course, it's a bit different, isn't it? It's called the Willian effect. Remember remember his contract was going to get run out by Chelsea and he he started playing like... You know, prime Neymar. Imagine that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, imagine and then he signed that. for Arsenal and he went crap again. Uh, right. Um, I want to talk about Leicester, uh, Chelsea. I think probably Chelsea's best performance of the oh, season so far. Game, you actually yeah. watched this game, didn't you? Yeah, I did watch it. Um, I mean, Leicester, I, I don't know, Leicester, I think Leicester probably will stay up and they played well when they equalised. But, I mean, Chelsea probably had two or three goals they should have scored, a couple offside. Um, it's a long way to go, but I've said it a few times, they've got to stick with Potter, and yeah. I think the players... It's great to see that the players actually are playing for the manager because that was the thing I was worried about a couple of weeks ago. Um, they've got Kovacic and Enzo Fernandez in the midfield now. I think that's solved a big problem. If they get a striker in the summer, they've got some really good players. Defensively, they don't concede many. I still think they need to sort their keeper out. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not happy with that, Kepper. I think he should have saved the first Talk one. to me about the goal, then. Have you seen the goal? Um, it does look a little... It's like it's gone in a little bit easy. Cause we, we were talking before the show about was there any real sort of glaring goalkeepers in errors this weekend, and there really wasn't, was there? But I think oh, this no, is but... maybe one where I think... I don't think you should get beat from there. No, I, I agree. Look, I thought it was a proper performance out, and I'm pleased for Potter. Yeah. Chelsea looked the real deal, 100%. They get a centre-forward. Mendy, I think, when he were in the form, yeah. he yeah. were in for Chelsea in goal, made a real big difference to him. Kepper, 
I think he's really struggled in the Premier League to to warrant the price tag. Um, Mendy played really well for him for a period. I think he struggled with Mendy's form. He's come in and he's done okay. But for them to get to top four, which is a minimum next season, and for the fee that they paid for him, you're expecting him to save that. Yeah, and, and he right, has to you? save that yeah. at the level you're at. It's like Just, that skip one we spoke about, isn't it? Yes, ago, absolutely. Yeah. But you go back to the Fulham game yesterday, 3-0, comfortable. Ramsdale makes an unbelievable oh, save to his right. Weren't it? Strong but, rest. But your top team, your goalie's got that one moment. Boom. And that's what Chelsea missed with Kepa. He doesn't produce the moment as much as the other top goalies at the top team. Well, if you flip mind. it on its head as well, you look at Leicester, the first goal that goes in from Chilwell... He's got to save that. Yeah, yeah. He, he's not. He's not even looking. He's no. not even. He's not even thinking. He's going to shoot from there. No. You know what I mean? So the ball comes over to Chilwell, and he's almost still looking at the the amount. They actually in the middle. Yeah, sure. exactly that. But then Chilwell takes a shot, catches him at his near post. That is what we're talking about. When you start the game, you want to go right, lads. Let's do it properly. We get in their faces. But when a goal goes in, it's a sucker punch like that, isn't it? Because that shouldn't go in the back of the net, should well, it? One like that really hurts you. And for Leicester in the moment they're in, and actually they did play well in the game. And you take that goal out of it, and it's nil-nil for a lot longer and whatever. Ward will be disappointed with that goal, for sure. And it, But they got back in it, which is a fortunate thing. But you have to take them errors out, whether you're chasing the top or you're, you're at the bottom half. And, of the and this is the thing I always say about De Gea, and you two would know better than me, is that in, I think De Gea saves the Kepper one, yeah. and he saves the Ward one. Yeah. They both let them in, and that, for me, is the difference between your Ramsdales and your De Gea's, because they make saves that you two would probably say you should make, but only the top keepers are saving them, and and, and, and as we see, they're going they're going in with. It has, other a, it has a massive effect on games, doesn't it's it? A massive it, effect. It affects the atmosphere with the team, the crowd, everything with it. When you know you've got a top goalie behind you, mm. and you know he's going to save that, you feel different yeah, going into the nice, game. Every, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, have a little look at the um, the table. We'll get a little graphic on screen now, by the way, but. The bottom half of this table, lads, this is just, this is scary, right? Honestly, I've been in this position so many times where you know if you can... Me too, too many, too many. We used to have a thing of, like, momentum. If you can get back-to-back wins, yeah, back-to-back wins for one of these teams is absolute gold, right? So, bottom of the league, Southampton 22, Leeds 23, Bournemouth 24, West Ham 24, Leicester 24, Everton 25, Forest 26, Wolves 27, Palace 27. Oh, my God. This is the thing about Wolves. I think they have had... A good couple of results. You're not out of it. No You're chance. Not, you can't get out of All it. All the way up to 12th. Honestly, from 12th down to 20th, there's five points left. I think Palace will be having a little look. They've yeah, not yeah, had a yeah. win this can't year. Can't score, can they? Oh my gosh. But the thing yeah. is, you look at the next. I don't know what the fixtures are next week, but you know, if if uh, you know if someone like Leicester are playing Man City at home, you'd go, well, they'll lose that, and, and then but then you'd be going, well, well, keep an eye on it. You never yeah, know. No, no, no. Sure, yeah. One team I'm a little bit worried about is Leeds at the minute as well because um, it'll, we'll, we'll talk about Leeds now as well. That was but a good result for them. though. That was a fantastic result against Brighton. Um, any time you get a draw from Brighton, seriously, Brighton battered them as well. By the way, Brighton. Yeah, Bright, Brighton are coming off. He's, it, you could see you were angry. The manager. Yeah. They'd not. They'd not won the game. Yeah. They. They had the. I think he's chances. had so many of them this season, though, where they've battered teams and they've not managed to put the ball in the back of the net. Even though they might win it 1-0 or 2-1 or something, they could have scored four or five they in should most have games. Eight points. They should have, shouldn't yeah. they? And they're absolutely killing it. So uh, Brighton in the minute, up to seven, 39 points, three points behind Liverpool with two games in hand. He's a fantastic player, that Matoma, though. Oh, he's, he's incredible. He's involved in everything, isn't he? He's involved in The whole team is. I mean, McAllister. They are a team. They are a team, but... Uh, it's an amazing job. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of what Potter did at Brighton, but to come into that situation, you'd expect the club to drop off a little bit. Yeah. And, and they've actually gone up a gear. It's, it's amazing. That's the bit behind the scenes that we don't see, though. The g- recruitment and the way that Brighton do it, they do it properly, and that's the reason why they are where they are. So even if the manager does go, he gets headhunted and taken away somebody else, nothing really changes. You know no, I mean? And I think that's, that's where they need a lot of credit, the, the ownership, the yeah. structure of the club, because they had a great manager with Potter, and he could have stayed there for 10 years and yeah. kept doing what he was doing. He's obviously decided to, to take the challenge on, but the, the new manager, they would have been looking at him from afar for a while. You always have yeah. to have a contingency. A contingency just in case. And, yeah. and they've had it there, and it doesn't seem to be that too much has changed, if anything. A new guy coming in has, has got a bit more life out of them. They've certainly become more potent in the final third, even though we're talking about missed opportunity, because if they had an out-and-out goal scorer, oh, oh my word, they, they'd be top four guaranteed because they play proper football. This and going back to it, I think it's it Leeds would want more home game Brighton 
But I'm telling you, it's a good point for them because Fantastic Brighton are a good point. team. They've got to win at home, aren't they, Leeds? They can't win. They're, not, they're the one I'm worried about, though. They've got to win at Ellen Road. Look at their little run-in. They've got an horrible little run-in. So three of the last four games of the season, who is it? They've got um, Tottenham in there, Man City in there. Um, some away r- at West Ham. Away at West Ham. Some real tough ones coming up. Um, we're going to move on to Man United in a minute. Obviously, I'm sure you'll have a few things to say about Man United and Casemiro. It's time for our mystery shirt in a box, though, lads. Here we go. Got one um, again, uh, absolutely brand- open, unopened. Sorry, look, seal, all that kind of stuff. We ain't got a clue. Um, give me your predictions on who you think. What country we're going to go for then, lads? I'm going Italy this week. I've got a feeling. Portugal. Italy, Portugal. I'm going to go France. Yeah. I love this. I love this. Italy, Portugal, France. Definitely not. Let's go. You ready? What on earth is this? It's a Brazil goal shirt, isn't it? What on earth (laughs) is this? I still not have not got a clue. Cape Coast Ebusua Dwarfs. Australia then, isn't it? I don't know. You know. What on earth is that? Anybody know? Right. Um... We had, they didn't even put, like, a little where it's from or anything. Gold Coast Dwarfs. Where is that from? South Africa, isn't it? It might be South Africa. 1939. Do Cape, a little uh, phone search, somebody, lads. Cape Coast Abuswa Dwarfs. The, the elm, elm emblem is a crab. <clears throat> it depends... Ghanaian Professional Football Club, based in Cape Coast. Damn! <laughs> we didn't get that one. We hey, did Chris, not get that Chris one. Chris Hewton, Ghana manager now. Uh, no, he's not. Correct. Wow, I like Chris Hewton. Good guy, him. He's a... um, we're going to give this away, by the way, everybody. So the boys are going to sign it. I'll sign it. And um, as usual, you know what to do. Get in the comments down below. Say something nice. Don't get in the comments and give abuse away and stuff like that. Actually, no, we're telling a lie. We're going to put this on Instagram, right? So we're going to put this on the football filling on the Football Filling Instagram page. Um, get yourself over there, make sure you're followed, give it a like or that, and we'll pick somebody at random. There you go, Ghanaian, that's the first day. Nobody got that right, by the way. No. Nobody got that no, one right. No, All right, let's move on then, boys. United, um, Mark, I know you're going to have a few things to say about this. It'll be interesting to get your take as well, Watto. Um, nil-nil draw, we've got to start with the red card, though. Casemiro, second red card in three Premier League games. Mm-hmm. Before this, he hadn't had one in about 500-odd games or something silly like that. Um, what do you make of it all? Being victimised. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he is. Like, I mean, I mean look, we can't show the clips, unfortunately. Even though we do a better job. We'll get some. We'll day. get some pictures. Of don't worry. We'll get some pictures but um, no, I mean, look, he got sent off a few weeks ago by Andre Mariner for grabbing the shirt, grabbing the collar. Collar, yeah. AU's got Fred's neck. Next week, Ben White grabs a neck. They're not red cards, but obviously Casemiro gets one from Andre Mariner. Andre Mariner referees Chelsea against Leicester. Horrific tackle on Jao Felix. Horrific tackle on Havertz doesn't even book him. He's then VAR ref for the Man United game. Anthony Taylor says yellow card. An old Pratt pants goes, <laughs> you, might, you might want to come and have a look at this. I've done a little bit of an edit and puts, <coughs> and it, in, puts, it, in, it, down. puts it in slow-mo because he must brush his teeth in slow-mo and walk his dog <laughs> in slow-mo. Shows the angle that's not from behind. Shows him the straight stud image. I mean, I'm just disgusted. I am seriously disgusted because I, think it's, I do think it's victimisation when you've got a referee who the day before doesn't give red cards for tackles that are... Well, they weren't even tackles. I mean, the Pereira one's not even a tackle. He's not even got the ball and then, near the ball. And then he goes in on that. And I agree with Ten Hag. I think that, yeah, if you've played football, then, you know, at any level of football, because we've all tackled, he's stretching, he's gone for the ball, and effectively, the ball's round, isn't it? He's, he's kicking the ball with his studs. He's, yeah, people think studs up, it's automatically a red card. It's not. He's stretched for the ball... The Southampton player's gone in for the tackle and seen it. He's obviously not that worried. He's hit the bottom of the ball. Casemiro's gone a bit higher. The ball's rolled. He's rolled over the top. He's caught the player. If you know the player and you know the game, it's not malicious. It's not reckless. It's not out of control. And the yellow card is probably the right decision. And and to review it, I'm just tired of slow-mo people who've just got no right to be reviewing football at that level. It's disgusting. I love this. I love this. Your turn. It's a very aggressive assessment. Uh, I'm not going to disagree too much. The one thing I thought were positive is that he goes and looks at the monitor. But I still think on the slow-mo, his leg's there. I think the real leg breaker is when it's straight. And I never thought he was straight. He did flick the top of the ball. He came across the top of the ball. But when you straighten your leg, you're looking to do some damage. He never straightened his leg. So at the point of contact on the shin, it weren't the full malicious straight through it. And I did think it was probably unlucky to be a red card. I just think of those sort of tackles. We've seen them in the last few years. 
when you're out of control, you, you know, the player knows what they're doing. Yeah, they're sure. almost launching both feet, yeah, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. You know, we've seen those. And I just think, I think the Southampton player's clever. I mean, you said it, didn't you, on the United Stand? You said he's, you know, he's probably made the most of it. But I think he's made the most of it, not because of the contact, because he's got James Ward-Prowse and he's thinking, I need to make sure we get this free kick on the edge of the box. I, th I thought, when I, when I look back at it, I thought um, Shea Adams were very clever for Southampton. He, he, he covered his face, that, yeah. but he's gone red card, red card, have a look, red. this is a red card. Do you know what? I think you both put it absolutely perfectly. I think if you've played football yeah, to a decent level... I think if, if somebody's in that VAR room and they're looking at that and they've played football, they will take everything you've just said into account and I think that would stay as a yellow card. I genuinely do. I think there's another angle as well as goalkeepers. If Casemiro doesn't make that tackle because he's got to stretch a bit and show his studs and then that player runs through and scores, as a keeper, you're going to go, why the fuck have you not tackled? You know, you're damned it. He's got to make the tackle. Got to make the tackle. Got to make it's the a tackle. controlled tackle, though. That's and what it, and that's the only way you can make that tackle is like that. It's that like that. He's got a bent leg. He's I, don't, got a I, don't, bent leg. I don't think he's out of control. No he's, not, he's not got two feet off the no floor. Chance. And the bent leg tells me he's going genuinely. For, he's not trying to hurt him. Yeah. I think the straight leg, you're always a red card. Yeah. But when he's looked at it in slow mo and it's it's bent, I think he's very unlucky to slow mo is such a killer as well. Yeah, it makes everything look time. worse. You, you can because you got to. I'd always start it from two seconds before as well. I'd look, I'd look at where the the player's going. Where the well, is he out? Is, is has the player lost control? Mate, you've got to look at his eyes. What's yeah. it, what's he looking at? Where's what's Casemiro yeah, looking at? What's the other player looking? He can make mistakes as a referee. He were in a great position when he gave the first yellow. I like the fact that there's VAR and he goes to look at the monitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even if Mariner's telling him, I think it's a red, you're the ref, you're in the environment, you've seen the tackle, exactly. you've got a flavour of the game. Andre, thanks for your opinion. I've looked at the monitor, I'm sticking with you. And, 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 that's the thing. and what's wrong with that? Nothing. And I think anyone who says it's a red card, you're wrong because... Ultimately, <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> ultimately, you cannot move past the fact that the FA should be reviewing it this morning because Andre Mariner has told him to revoke the yellow and have a look for a red, and then the day before, he's refereeing a game and letting that disgusting tackle on Jao Felix go and Amate's tackle. How can you have that? High-end high level refereeing. It's not even... You know, we always moan about inconsistency. We're moaning about the same referee in 24 hours... Waking up, I, mean, I said this yesterday. It's like who's going down the road for a pint now, and you saying, "I'll have a Peroni." I come back with three Peronis. He said, "I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> I, I don't even drink." You know, you know, <laughs> that's definitely not me, mate. That's <laughs> definitely not me. He'll have all three. <laughs> you can't make. You can't change him. You can't have a referee changing his mind in twenty. Um, you've been in football changing rooms where players have been sent off, and then you've talked about it with the managers and stuff for a debrief afterwards. Um, would this be something where Man United would say? Should we appeal this? Would that be a case with something like that? I, I think you've got a chance. Uh, I, I, when I worked at Southampton, dealt with the referees quite a lot, yeah. and I would uh, wait me 15, 20 minutes, half hour. For some of them, it'd be an hour because they'd want to make me wait and suffer a little bit. Um, and I would go and speak to them about certain instances. I remember uh, a few years ago waiting an, an, about an hour and a half for Mike Dean to come out of the dressing room at Old Trafford because we'd had a second yellow card. Um, and I think you have to talk to them and you have to put your thing in. I would have gone straight in after the game, yeah. after my designated period, and I've had a said, look, great that you've looked at that monitor, but tell me why you think that's a red card. Because we as a football club, and I want to talk to you now, but we need to appeal that. He's going to be banned for four games. We can't afford to lose him for a game, never mind four games. Yeah. But you want to know whether he's going to support you when he's had a little bit more time to think, or it's going to be a frivolous appeal. Ah, is that how it works? That's nice to know. And I, but I also think, as we say, you know, I was taking the mickey out of Dermot Gallagher last night. You know, you know what? You know what he's going to say. But that's seven games, eight games really, because he was sent off after half an hour. Yeah. Eight games. I mean, that's a, eight into what thirty-eight. You're talking about nearly a fifth of the season, maybe a little bit more. That United don't get Casemiro because it's bad officiating. You know, he shouldn't have got it for the collar and now he's had another one. But I think when you see his reaction, he, he, he was quite emotional. Mm. As a player, if you've straight-legged him, mm. you're not going to have that reaction because oh, you, you know it's off, a red card. Pitch, yeah. yeah, I've let my teammates down, I'm off. He didn't think that that's a red card. No. You could see everybody's body language. I thought, as I said, the uh, chair Adams were clever to get into his ear, but I, I don't think it's a red card. Did you see the handball? Yeah, that, that ball, <laughs> that ball. I mean, the non-handball, you mean? Well, yeah. I mean, apparently, but maybe this is the rule. But ultimately, Rashford crosses that; it goes at least fifteen meters. Yeah. The defender's got his feet messed up. We've all done that. Yeah. He falls over and he stops the cross coming to Veghorst. That's I don't care about. He can have his hands tied behind his back. He can be doing the, the jig or anything. I don't care. 
it's fell over. He's, he stopped the ball with his hand. It's not a natural hand position. There's been so many of them I've seen. That well, being, it's a penalty, guaranteed. the Forest penalty that they got last kick. Yeah. You same know, thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. Serge Aurier's chest away from goal and he's on the line and he... Mm. It, it's it's not natural, and I, I think they're very unlucky not to get a penalty. Let's um, let's just give Southampton a little bit of love, by the way. By the way, um, eight games for Casemiro equals about two million quid in wages. By the way, <laughs> um, we're not oh, thinking about that. No, we're not talking about money. We don't care about money. It's not about money anyway. Um, Southampton, fair play to Southampton. They look decent. It was a good game actually, wasn't it? To be fair, considering like normally after half an hour, if somebody gets a red card, it's game over. It ruins the game. But mm. do you know what? It, it actually was quite an entertaining game. Man United still give it a go. They've got to be a bit cautious. Southampton. Could smell blood a little bit. They went for it. Fair play to them. James Ward Prowse hitting the top of the bar. Um, David Hay making a world class save as well. World class. Well, it's the point game. Nine. It's the game. What we talk about. It's a magnificent point for Southampton. Backed up after winning uh, against Leicester last yeah. week. But when they go to ten men, the league is that Southampton want to get three points there, yeah, sure. and they went for three points. Uh, a real game of ping pong, if you like. A real open game to say it would eleven v ten. In the end, it's a good point for Southampton. But they'll look back on the moments and be disappointed. But I thought both goal- goalkeepers were excellent in the game. De Gea made two saves from Walcott, one the header, and then one late on when he's in 1v1, where probably Theo thinks he could have done a little bit better. Uh, but Bazuna makes a great save from Fernandes yeah. near the, yeah, did, near yeah. the end yeah. and, and a good block from a wide free kick. So I thought both goalkeepers were on top form. I don't think it helps either team, but it, it, Man United had a man off. They can see as a, a positive. And for Southampton, a point at Old Trafford, two clean sheets on the spin, young goalie, it'll give him a bit of confidence. And it's all to play for at the bottom half of the table, for sure. Right, boom. Um, we've got a football quiz coming up soon. A few more games to go. On to um, Super Sunday game, Newcastle uh, against Wolves. Um, Big win for Newcastle this was, to be fair. I know you didn't even watch the end of it because you said to me earlier, um, how did that game finish? One all. I went, no, Almiron <laughs> He was already in the pub. He was already in the pub at this point. Um, but it was a good win for Newcastle, to be fair. Wolves are a tough little team to play against, aren't I, they? I think he's done a, a wonderful job at Wolves since he's gone in. Yeah. And we spoke about this in previous shows. The level of manager that you need to keep your team or give your team a platform to stay in the league. Um, a big win for Newcastle. They had to win that game if they're going to any more aspiration to get near the top four. Uh, and somehow they got over the line. But I always think at Newcastle, even though Wolves got back when Trippier slips, it's tapping 1 1. The crowd stay with them. Newcastle and, are a joke. And, honestly. and yeah. honestly, they've kind of sucked that ball in yeah, there. Little deflection that, yeah. for Almiron and it's in. But the crowd stay with them. And it's a, a wonderful place, I'm sure, if you play for Newcastle to play. But as an opposition player or in the bench, it, it's tough when they get that momentum. I've never played a game at St James's Park and had an easy ride. An easy, never. like, you've never, you, I've never been there and comfortably come away like a 2 0 win or something like that. It is always ended as like a one all draw or a nil, and it is just backs to the walls. And like you say there, when the crowd get going at St James's Park, they are sucking that ball oh, honestly. in the back of the net, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. You're playing up the hill in the second, <laughs> and it's like you're looking up at that. Massive stadium there. The crowd are bonkers for it. It's like you're going up the north side of the Eiger, mate. You're going, oh, come on, we can't get to the end here. It's it's impossible. But the crowd are incredible for them. But a massive win for them. A massive win. And I think for Wolves, it it obviously keeps them, like you just said, right in the mix on Twitter. I think think Wolves will be all right because I think they've probably got a bit bit too much now, haven't they, really, to, to get really sucked into it. I think they've got too many. Like tactical, technical players that will will get them out of it when it comes down. Don't concede down to many. Either, no, they don't. Yeah. To be fair, yeah, they don't score many. But like I say, I think they've probably still got enough. Um, Palace, Man City, another game that's um, yeah, a bit of a lives meh. long in the memory. It, oh my gosh! Again, oh, actually, again, I tell you what, that was clever. That you can see the penalty. I yes. mean, you talk about penalties. Um, for me, you, if that doesn't get given, I'd applaud the ref. Yeah, because it, it is a penalty, yeah, yeah. and Man City make a career out of it. But is, you, he, he's gone, he's leaped in the air like he's you know trod on a bloody trampoline. Oh, no. It's like <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, the player sort of catches him. There's a there's sort of delay from Gundogan, and then it's well, oh, he realizes. Yeah, but it is a pet. It's very clever. Oh, yeah. I would do it the, the same. The, the thing for me that really frustrated me watching the game is like Palace has set up for a short corner. Yeah, I mean, ultimately. They're just giving him a... If he'd taken it on his back foot and turned in, he's, he's in. Yeah. 
I, I, I just don't think they got the setup quite right. And then, I mean, he's just sucked it. These are the little details in games. Right? Like you say, you, you, there's so many things. Like we talked about the goalkeepers earlier, where you're letting a goal and it's like, oh, we're off to a bad start. But these little details like this, yeah, setting up for a short corner where Gundogan can get the ball in the box to his feet is criminal for one, isn't it? Yes. But the challenge from um, Alise, yeah, yeah. the challenge is Silly. so sloppy. Stupid. It is so Stupid. sloppy. That I guarantee you, right, the manager, Patrick Vieira, after the game or tonight or tomorrow or whatever, will, will sit him down and go, what are you doing, mate? Like You've cost us a point well, here. It, it, Genuinely. It had a point written all over it. It had a point ultimate, written all over it. 80, that. 80 minutes. Oh, it's yeah. criminal. You would go, honestly, you'd go mad, wouldn't you? Mate, I you'd make gone, a point of showing the defender, uh, showing Elise and going, no, what are you doing? Like, like You, you can't do you'd that. You'd have done the work the day before because the, the facts are... Man City play short corners. Yes. They want to get an overload. You've given them an easy pass, but they would have worked on that in training, so you would you would have had the video before the game showing the second 11. Yeah, yeah, Look, yeah. we've got to defend short corners. This is the setup, And you'll have done it in the team meeting before the game, and it's just switching off at a moment, yeah. and Man City see that moment, boom. And this isn't all just Elise's fault either, by the way, because when you're setting up for a corner, as soon as the ball goes out for a corner, it's the goalie's job, it's the centre-back's job, it's the right-back's job to go, lads, switch on, like, now, straight away. Do you know what I mean? You don't, you don't get to just go, oh, and have a breather for two minutes or 20 seconds. I got really disappointed. It's everybody's job there, I got really disappointed it? with the goalies on the set plays. Yeah. For, for the lack of organisation. Mm. Because... Obviously, sometimes you've got new players, foreign players coming into your team, not quite understanding the language and that. But you're the you're the goal, I, and I always try to. You have to take real organisation on the set plays, help everybody else. But yeah. everybody in that team should know everybody's role. Yeah. And for them to have set up to allow that easy pass in, criminal, 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 mate. They could get dragged in Palace because they can't score. No, true that, yeah. You know, you've got to, you've got to start scoring goals. Uh, we've got a stat here. Palace have had no shots on target in their last three Premier League games. First time since 2003-2004 season. Woo! I don't know what's going on there. I thought Vieira was doing a good job when he first came in, but they, they're drifting, Just aren't they? Just fell right off. Mid-table, 27. They're still one of those teams that can get sucked right into it. A uh, couple more games to go, lads, and then I'm going to batter you at the quiz. Uh, Everton-Brentford, massive, massive home win for Everton, which puts them up to 15th. Fair play to him. That's three wins out of seven since he took over. If you're... If you're an Everton, right, at this stage of the season, you can quite happily lose one and win one. If you, you're working on that, you are absolutely cooking. And that seems to be sort of what Sean Dyche is doing. He's using that home form and they're winning these 1-0 games for fun. But that's what you're going to get with Sean Dyche. 3-1-0s. 3-1-0, perfect. It's, I mean, he'll be loving it. Um, and I actually didn't think they were going to win that game yeah. in terms of what I thought was the weekend. Game, Brentford. I think Brentford really tough. I, th- I thought it would have been a draw. Um, they get off to the ideal start, scoring in 45 seconds. It gives them a real platform to hang on to. Yeah. Um, VAR obviously chalked them a goal off for, a, an, again, a, a softish and ball. Um, but they clung on. Obviously, Brentford came, we set plays near the end, and McNeil hooked one off the line. But to win that game oh, is massive, massive at this point of the yeah, season. It is. Um, and I think they will have enough just with their home form. And Daishi's way of managing to, to get over the line. Brentford has uh, had an amazing unbeaten run as well. 12 games, wasn't oh, it? Oh, it is. It's the, the first one they've which, lost, which, yeah. which is Which I think in this season that we keep talking about how competitive it is. I mean, that's, you know, Brentford can be very, very proud of that. And yeah. um, it just shows you the enormity of the, re- of the result for Everton um, and, you know, how, how good bright Brentford are. You know, so it's a really, really good win for them. Um, we're going to move on to the final game, which is an enthralling West Ham uh, one-all draw against uh, Aston Villa. We actually went to the game, so you can tell us about it first. We've got to do Chump of the Week, lads. Um, I think there's a standout candidate for Chump of the Week this week. You've got a massive bee in your bonnet, and you've been speaking about him all uh, morning. Andre Mariner. Andre Mariner. <laughs> there you go. Well done, <laughs> mate. He's spinning off. Are we agreed? Yeah. Are we all agreed we're going to go for that? So you, can't, you can't change your opinion in 24 hours, Pratt. Sorry, Andre. I'm sure Andre, manages, Andre Mariner's from Solihull, you know. Uh, he is. I'm sure he's uh, from Solihull. I think we're in big trouble. Mate, are you, do you want to take this back now? Because if you bump into the street, he'll batter you, you he's know. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. He'll definitely get you in a headlock, I you know. You sure? I, I, yeah. You'll recognise him. I won't he's always... stay on here. That won't stay on the street. When yeah, he, what, Andre? When he walks down <laughs> Solihull High Street, you always recognise him. He's got that nice tan. Yeah, he has, hasn't he? A little glow to him. Abs- well, do your job better, mate. 
<laughs> Andre, mate, he's coming for you. I'm just saying, he's I dead lad, man. I get enough critics. Andre, if I see you on Sully on High Street, mate, oh, I'm mate. not so sure. Yeah, I didn't, I'm not picking Chump of the Week, it's his Goldbridge. Your Goldbridge is all right. Sorry, mate. Sorry, Andre, we do love you, mate. Uh, right, final game, then we've got the quiz. Uh, Villa, West Ham, talk to me about the game, because you actually went to this one, didn't you? Yeah, I uh, went to the game yesterday. Um, I want, my son wanted to go and have a look at London Stadium, so uh, we went down, it was a real good day. Um, I felt really... Awkward with West Ham's performance. Villa looked so dominant. Martinez just gets the ball and he had it at his feet for two minutes in the first five minutes. And, and West Ham never pressed. They never pressed. And they've got 60,000 fans behind them. And Martinez has just got the ball. And he, the game just stopped. Hold on. West Ham are at home to Aston Villa and they're not pressing at all. They're literally leaving him to have the ball. No. So Ings is on his own up front and Suchek's in the half-and-half half position. Wow. And they just they just held firm in that position. And it was the most weird thing I've seen in football for a long time. But West Ham never went after him. They never got that 60,000 fans on the feet. Um, Villa scored with the first meaningful attack. Yeah. Great cross, great header from Watkins. And I thought, they're in big trouble, West Ham, here. Um, and what they do... They got a set piece. Bowen were the only outlet. Um, they ended up changing the fullback Villa because Moreno is great offensively. Couldn't real really deal with him defensively. They got a set piece, uh, and from the corner, a cheap foul. I mean, he executes the penalty. It's a great penalty. But if Villa would have held on for another ten minutes, I think West Ham will finish. They, really? they, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't have anything. And obviously, as the game went in the second half. Um, there weren't much in it, and probably a, a draw were a fair result. But but Villa just really want to control the football, and West Ham didn't didn't really know how to get after them, which really surprised me because you've got to get the fans going, the, the, and then it's a tough place oh, to put them. These are the things. That, the, do you know when? So obviously there's a lot of unrest at West Ham at the minute, and there's a lot of talk about David Moyes and his future. These are the little details which will get you sacked as a They manager. want him gone. A lot of West Ham they, fans but want that, him gone. When you listen to that and yeah. you say Emmy Martin's got the ball it. at his feet for two minutes in the first half, like that will get you sacked. Do you know what I mean? When the Fans are there, 60,000 of them turn up and they're watching their team just sit and stand there. Well, they you... just want the first oh. bit of action. It's got to be on the front foot. Especially We're going to get home, after the game. And full house. Yeah, we want to win. We're, we're third bottom. You're not playing Man City. You're not no, playing Man no. United or Arsenal. You're playing against Aston Villa. Hey, look, and we know the danger. Villa want you to come yeah. because they'll just play into midfield. I think Louise in there is a phenomenal player. Yeah. I mean, a phenomenal player. McGinn's back on his game in there and they want to suck you in and turn it around the corner. Fullbacks come inside, a bit Man City-esque and they're out. But you can't sit there with 60,000 no, fans no. And, and switch off. Tight. It looked like football 10 years ago, that first half. That's David Moyes for you. All right, anyway, lads, enough football talk. Um, fantastic insight, lads. You've been world-class today. But it's time for the football quiz. Come on, um, I need another win. Fozzie needs a win. No. Um, Four weeks without a win. Three weeks without a win. No, I've won three anymore. Four weeks without a win. Uh, <laughs> it's my time. It's my time. Right, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Jamie, are we ready? Yeah, we're ready. Got the head-to-head quiz. Let's go. Good questions this week, yeah? Very good questions, Nothing yeah. wrong this week, no? Nothing wrong. Let's go. Which current Premier League manager did David Beckham play with while David on Moyes. loan? Correct. Yes, at Preston. Well, at Preston, at the end of 1990. He's had these questions again, hasn't he? I did knew that one. No, I would have got that one. From which club did Spurs sign Raphael van der Vaart from in 2010? Ajax. No. PSV? No. (sighs) Can't answer again. Inter Milan? Nope. It's German, isn't it? It's Real Madrid. Ooh. Real Madrid. Uh, third question. Which player has the most points recorded in a single season in FPL? Ronaldo? No. Mm, I know that. Salah? Correct. I was going to say Salah. I was literally about to say Salah. We'll see it. Oh. If you see it, say it. He got 303 points in the 17-18 wow. season. Wow. Yeah. You can say well done. Wow. Well done. Well done, man. <laughs> okay. I have played in the Conference League 2, League 1... Championship, Premier League, UEFA Cup, Champions League and the World Cup. Who am I? It's not Jamie Vardy? Not Jamie Vardy, no. I really think it is. Jamie Vardy has played in all that, hasn't he? Say say it again. League 2, League 1, Championship, Premiership. Conference, League 2, League 1, Championship, Premier League, the UEFA Cup, Champions League and the World Cup. Check Jamie Vardy. I'm I'm pretty sure he's played in the Champions League as well. And the the World Cup. I think he has. I don't think he has played in the World Cup. Maybe not the World Cup. He went to one tournament, didn't he? 
Yeah. We did Euros. Mm. Got any answers? It's a great question. I've got, now I've got no one else. Question on... Joe Hart. Nope. No. That's really hard. It is. You have to do a countdown. Five, four, I three, honestly, I honestly don't know. two. Steve Finnan. Oh, my God. Come on. Steve Finnan cannot be that. never heard of him. Who is he? We need to get Liverpool. Do you remember Steve yeah, Finnan, Liverpool? Oh, right back. My Irish. God. Irish. Irish. That's, a, that's a really tough question. Well done if you got that at home. Well done, yeah. Yeah. Ten points. Question five. In what league is the concept of designated player a feature? MLS. Correct. Designated. That's not question five anyway. That's question four, surely. It's question five. We've had last question five, yeah. Yeah, it is five. Yeah. One, one, one. One, one, one. Because you've got to be able to... <laughs> That's a bad question. Well, it's American, isn't it? You know, designated. Question six. In, Driver. In the video game FIFA 20, Team Piemento Calcio. Juventus. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Which club yeah. in real life? Yeah. Because yeah. <coughs> they didn't sign, like, the rights or something oh, right. to give yeah, their yeah, name yeah. over. Blah, blah, so blah, blah, blah. they had to call them that. So one, two, one. What's Latian? Huh? What is that? That's, yeah. There's another one as well, Atalanta, I can't remember what they're called. I hope that's the next question. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 211, I've got one about the Swiss Canal. <laughs> <laughs> question seven. Name a former player to have one cap, one goal for England and given them a 100% scoring ratio in the Premier League era. David Nugent. Correct. Oh, oh I knew Fuzzy. that! Yeah. I That's knew a it. big one, that. That's a big one. That's a big one, that. There was two other answers. There was Franny Jeffers and also Stephen Colker as well. Um, the, the Dave Nugent one, it was against San Marino. Um, I, I was on the bench for that game, actually, and Jermaine Defoe took a shot, was going in, and he just poached it on the line. And really? It. Yeah, little rat. Fantastic. Dave Nugent. Fantastic, yeah. Fourth. The score. You Three, these one, questions, one. then. 3 1 1. You know a lot How many about questions left? He knows Two. loads about uh, the answers. Eight, yeah, Montero. Uh, I was on the bench. I was literally watching it with my own eyes in the stadium. You wrote the question. Well, why weren't you playing? Probably Joe Hart was playing. That's why. Better than me. It is what it is. <coughs> question number eight. What, whip, what whip, English whip, whip. manager has managed over 20 teams worldwide, including stints in managing in the. Hodgson. Hodgson. I said it first. Yes! You did not say that first. Yes! Hey, come on! Say that first. I. I don't know. I, I said it twice. It? I, I said it twice. I think it's you're going to give it what? Oh, boom, 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 even boom, 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 boom. No, I'm shambled. No, you didn't even get nothing. I tell you what, what, I'm going to let Watto have it, but I guarantee if you watch it back on... Oh, no, they'll tell it. Honestly, it was consensus. I went Hodgson, Hodgson. Andre Mariner is behind the scenes here. Give it to Watto because he's got a chance now. Who are we giving it to? Give it to Watto. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Yeah. How many questions? We've got two questions left. 3-2-1. Who did Port- Portsmouth beat in the 2008 to become Man FA United. Cup winners? No. no, not Manchester United. It's in the quarter-final. Who did Portsmouth wow. beat in the tw- 2008 I know it. FA Cup final? Arsenal. No. No, it wasn't. It's... Um, give you five seconds. Five. Four. four. I, Three, I think it's Hull. Two. Chelsea. No. Brentford. No, it's Chelsea. Bradford. Cardiff City. Who knew this? I didn't know that then. Oh. Uh, we'll do a bonus point. Who scored the goal in the one in their 1-0 win? Yakubu. Sully Montari. What do you say, what I? Yakubu. No, Carney. I got it then. Who? What, what do you mean, bonus point? point? I extra point for Mark. Oh, yeah. oh. Bonus <laughs> point. Did you just bring a bonus yeah. point? Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Yeah, tight, tight. One. One more. One more. Oh, come on! Start giving him some rib Yeah, jacks. you just fail. You just fail, mate. Three, two. <laughs> Three, two, two. <clears throat> just get in there early, Ben. You've got to. Yeah, you've got to scream. Got to get in there early. Question 10. Final question. After Shadir Khan purchased Fulham in July 2013, a statue of Michael Jackson. Get in! Three, three, oh. two. Statue of who outside the stadium. Michael Jackson. I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I hate you, Mark Goldbridge. You're a weasel, weasel. What a bottle job. Come on. We have tiebreak. We've got a tiebreak question. question. Yeah. Come on, come on, Golders. So, You're horrible, you liar. So this tiebreak nice. question is similar to what we did earlier. Honestly, I won't lie. If I lose this, I'm going to be heartbroken. This is a shambles. She didn't get... No way. Come on. It's a career path question. question. Career path question. I'm not bad at these. I'm better than you You at are these. better than me at these. Whose career path is this? Stuttgart, Roma on loan, Roma permanent, Chelsea, Real Madrid.
Stuttgart, Roma on loan, Roma permanent, Chelsea, Real Madrid. Five. It's a, it's a tiebreaker. We've got another. Right, we've got another tiebreaker. Another tiebreaker. Five, four, three. Just say say Lucci. a name. Nope. Two, one. Courtois. Nope. Antonio Rudiger. Oh, oh darn it! Yeah. Double done. Good one. Everyone will know that as well. Darn we it! Have one more. I should be back in, should I? No chance, no. mate. <laughs> yeah, one. it comes back in. <laughs> the final tiebreaker question. Okay. <coughs> what if what if none of us get this right? We have to get That's another tiebreaker question. Am I back in? No. 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 Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Would you got that? Why? No. <laughs> yeah, we could have let him come back in. Yeah. yeah, but he didn't. Name one of the two players who scored Premier League penalties with both their left and right foot. So there's two answers. Tony. To Incorrect. Mm. To win. Name one of the two players who scored a Premier League penalty with both their left and right foot. Five. No, you can't go straight five into five. Yeah. <laughs> um, Give him a little bit of thinking time. Can I answer when he's failed? You can answer, yeah. You can't have much more. You've you got to count down now. Five, four, three. Just guess at a penalty two. Uh, Hazard. No. Irwin. No. Ooh. Bobby Zamora or Oberfemi Martins. Yeah. Not Dennis Irwin. This is, a, this is tense. Okay, this we, need, we, need another, we need another tiebreaker, lads. Tiebreaker question. I've got one, Jay. Yeah. Do you want to send that over to me? I hope you're enjoying the shower, everybody. This is... This uh, is it's tense. It's a, it's a bonus. I'm sweating, I'm it's sweating. It's a bonus for me because I, I've won three of the last four and you've not won any, so... I'm a bit like... <laughs> well, today's Germany a day, Germany at penalties. If I lose, I lose, but, you know... Probably you're going to win. Probably win, yeah. Probably win. Final tiebreaker question. Come on, then. If you get it right. Which club is sometimes referred to as FC Hollywood? Wrexham? No. Brentford? No. We've got Hollywood Wait, 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 wait. We can go again, I then. We can go, go again. again. We'll go again. What, what country? Aston Villa. No. Can't give country because they're not said. FC Hollywood. Newcastle. Oh, we'll keep going. We keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, Alley. No. FC Hollywood. FC Hollywood. <laughs> if you don't get this, Mike, we've got another tiebreaker question. I'll go on to this. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, New York Red Bull. No. Bayern Munich. Why? Why FC Hollywood? I need some context. Don't know. This is the worst quiz in the world, by the way. Right. Long, longest quiz, longest quiz. <clears throat> I should be back in. Somebody let Jay. us. Somebody let us know why Bayern Munich are known as FC Hollywood. Um, um, come on, final tiebreaker question. After the Juventus, AC Milan, and Inter, with nine Scudettos. Roma. Which team has won the most Serie A titles? Who did it's you not say? Roma. After, who did you say? Juventus. After Juventus, AC Milan and Inter with nine Scudettos, which team has won the most Serie A titles? Five. Napoli. Incorrect. I'm going to say Sampdoria. No. Nope. Lazio. Genoa. G- Genoa is the answer, but you can't. Oh. We have another one. We have another one. One more, right? You, you. We are my. <laughs> <laughs> People at home. People at home probably screaming. They're all horrible. Okay, I was the first Liverpool player to win the Ballon d'Or. I scored Mike forty Lemon. goals. Correct. Yes! <laughs> Come on, mate! We got there. I knew Michael Owen. Your boring prat would be good for something. Yes. You've just won a quiz. You've just won a quiz. Well done, Fozzie. Five. What's happening, mate? Five. 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 That's five weeks without winning. Come on, give me some skin. The comeback from Mark. That was good. Well done. Good what a comeback! Yeah. And thanks for the bonus point. <laughs> Bonus point, my ass, Jay. Yes, Jay. Jay. Honestly, some strong quiz mastering today. He's he's, ruined it. He's growing into the role. He is the quiz master. (laughs) I'm heartbroken. Um, Well done, lads. Um, Well done. It was lovely to see you, mate. And you, mate. And you. You Um, look good in pink. (laughs) Don't forget about the giveaway. Um, what giveaway what? The shirt. Oh, yeah, but don't forget, guys, uh, if you want to win that, uh, the Ghanaian shirt, get yourself over to the Football Filling Instagram page. Make sure you give it a follow, give that picture a like, and we'll pick somebody at run. We'll all sign it in a second as well. Uh, that's the Football Filling. We'll see you soon. God! Christmas Come on! Christmas.